I'm reviewing here! Do 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 we are back. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of I'm Reviewing Here, a podcast where I, your host, Matthew Bussey, watches and reviews all of Sight and Sound's top greatest movies of all time. How you doing today? You good? You good? You good? Let me tell you about my day. It sucked. I'm feeling a little bit better. The movie that I'm talking about today really cheered me up. I also just meditated. Med- meditation, guys, try it. It will save your life. It is so powerful. Just do it. Try it. Try it. I was a little bad though. I only did it for 10 minutes instead of 20 minutes today. And you might, that might sound crazy. 20 minutes? Huh? How do you do it? Uh, it takes practice. You do it. A good friend once told me, the, the you know what the worst kind of meditation is? No meditation. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's true. No meditation. That's the worst kind. That's the only bad kind. No matter if you think you're doing it wrong, the, that doesn't matter. The point is that you're doing it and you just have to keep doing it. Okay, anyway. My day today, guys. Oh, wow. I'm going to like start sweating when I talk about this. I'm afraid to like when I go to bed tonight, I'm going to have to undress and I'm afraid to look at my body because I'm worried that there may be like bruises on it. I got a massage today. I get a massage once a month. It's, I mean, it's a massage. Duh. They feel great. It's really good. Well, I always say it's good. It reduces my anxiety. It doesn't really do that, but it just feels so damn good. I got a massage today and, you know, I try to keep a positive outlook on life, but I can't at, at with this one. It was terrible. It was the worst massage I've ever had in my goddamn life. Christ almighty. I like I I have no words to describe this. I, it it just was like egregious. It was like painful. P A I N F U L painful. Oh god. All right. So, you know, I went to a different place cuz I'm out of town this week. And I usually get a female masseuse, but none of them were available, so I got a guy and I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, and I went in and, you know, he was a little, he seemed a little awkward, but he was friendly and I, you know, he, they always ask, you know, are there any parts that are sensitive or any parts that you want us to focus on, want me to focus on? And I was like, well, my back, I always love my back the most because I get a lot of knots in my back because I, I sit down at work all the time and just don't do my feet. Like, don't do my tootsies, please, because I'm very ticklish and, uh, I don't want to kick you. And he said, great, that's fine. And, you know, I always also uh, tell, you know, my my masseuse, I like it rough. <laughs> no, no innuendo there. I like a rough massage. Yeah, I want you to press your fingers and your palms deep into my skin. And I want you to crack those bones and untie those knots until you sweat. Preferably not on me, because that would be gross. MRSA, hello. Ooh. But, um, oh, MRSA. Oh, God, touch wood. I do not want to get MRSA now. Okay, so, you know, when I say rough, though, I, I a rough massage means that they, they press really deep into your skin. And it can get a little painful, but it feels good. You know, it's a good pain. This guy waltzed in. I was, you know, ready. And he starts massaging my back. This I don't know how else to explain it apart from, you know, have you ever done the dishes and there's a, a plate 
that is really, really dirty and you cannot get the stain off of it and you are scrubbing the hell out of it with the sponge and you still cannot get the stain out of it. That's what happened today. I was the plate, he was the sponge, but his sponge had like razors attached to it and his hands, he he had Hulk hands. My eyes were closed, you guys, but I'm convinced that this guy turned into the Hulk when he was massaging me. It was so painful. He was not even rubbing my back. He was, he, no, no, he wasn't even massaging my back. He was just rubbing his hands over my skin, almost like he was like scratching. Like it was just, I, you can't see like the hand motion I'm doing, but he was just doing that and he was not even pressing. He was rubbing, but not pressing. So that was just painful. That didn't feel good at all. Also, he was literally shaking my whole damn body. It was like an earthquake. My whole body was shaking. <laughs> my face in that, that little hole, you know, where you put your face, it was like, <laughs> like I was shaking that badly. At the beginning of the massage, my face was there. At the end of the massage, my face was probably like two feet further down the bed. And also my hands were on the sides of the bed and I looked like Jesus on the cross. It was so bad. It was so painful. And then he did it on my legs. And my arms. And he didn't even have enough lotion. So he was just dry. He was rubbing. No, no. He was painfully rubbing my legs with like essentially dry hands. And okay, I have hair on my legs. That burns. Ever heard of friction, buddy? That really hurts. I thought a fire was going to break out in the room on me. So painful. And of course, typical me, because I'm such an idiot and I'm too nice. He like halfway through was like, how's this massage going? And I just went, uh, it's good. Really? Yeah. And then the same thing happened when I was leaving and, and I, you know, I was paying and the woman at the front desk, how was it? And I said it in the exact same tone. Oh God. So annoying. So annoying. I, I was limping to my car. Also, I was still sticky from all the... He, he, he didn't put enough lotion on me, but he put enough on and then he kind of just left it there. And I walked and when I walked, my body, like my, my feet were making this sound because there was that much lotion still like glued to my shirt. Like it was, it was glued to my shirt. Yeah. Nightmare. That was my Sunday. How was your Sunday? Great. I don't care. Woof. So I came back home and I watched a masterpiece of a movie, a movie I did not expect to enjoy as much as I thought I would. This, my friends, is my darling Clementine. Here's mighty entertainment that combines the exciting action of reckless pioneer days, the romantic conflicts of men and women who led perilous lives, the lusty humor of those who dared America's frontiers, and the breathtaking beauty of scenes filmed in the magnificence of the great Southwest. This, uh, this was a great movie, and I'm very happy that there were no massages in it, or else it would have really triggered some serious anxiety. 
This, you know, I, I was very surprised by this movie. I say that because I'm not a big fan of Westerns. Nothing personal. Just I'm a cup of tea. I'm a cup of joe. You know, it's the same way not everybody likes horror movies. Westerns for me, I don't know. I don't really have an excuse. Eh, just not for me. Not really for me. Maybe because I didn't really grow up on them. And maybe, I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, growing up, I'm a millennial. I don't really remember a lot of classic Westerns coming out in my day. I, I don't know. Do, do you? Do you disagree? Do you agree? Leave your response in the comments, please. No, uh, you can if you want to. I really don't care. But I think, uh, you know, it's, it's different though. I think, you know, growing up back then, you know, in the 20th century in Hollywood or in the United States, that is, I mean, oh my God, Westerns were so much bigger than they are today. And uh, so I can see why a lot of filmmakers and actors nowadays, the ones that are a lot older, you know, they 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 are they do love them. Uh, but I don't know. I'm still waiting for westerns to make a comeback. Well, they kind of have. There's that show Yellowstone, isn't that with Harrison Ford? I haven't seen it. Anyway, My Darling Clementine. Uh, this is a movie. It was released by 20th Century Fox in 1946. It is. Uh, directed by John Ford. It's based on a novel called Wyatt Earp Frontier Marshal by Stuart N. Lake. Uh, the story, though, was heavily fictionalized in this movie. And also, I forgot to say, John Ford is the king of Westerns. Like, name all of the most famous Westerns in Hollywood of the 20th century. They were done by John Ford. He won three Oscars for Best Director, The Informer, The Grapes of Wrath, How Green Was My Valley, uh, and he also, you know, all Westerns, and he also did The Searchers, and he did The Quiet Man, and and so many others. So I never actually heard of My Darling Clementine, uh, but I was very delighted when I read about it to see that Henry, Henry Fonda would be in it. I rest in peace to Henry Fonda. There is something about Henry Fonda that I cannot explain. He was forever, to this day, one of the greatest actors of all time. Every role I've seen him play, you just want to like hug him, you know? You just want, he's that, he, he had that, he had that charisma that I love so much. There, I, I gotta be honest, look, there are some actors, some huge famous actors that I'm not really a big fan of. Um, I mean, they're dead now, so I guess it's okay if I say that, but, um, oh God, that was really dark. Sorry, but <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and we'll get into that, you know, with whatever, I'll get into that with whatever more movies are coming up, but Henry Fonda though, there's just something about him. I cannot put my, my finger on it, but, you know, and if you don't know the Fondas, you know, they were big, uh, family of actors. Jane Fonda was his daughter, uh, who I'm sure that you know, and uh, she is still alive. 80 for Brady. She was just in. Don't laugh. It was actually a really cute movie, okay? And I'd recommend it. Uh, I do recommend it if it's still in theaters. Who knows now? Because with... Don't get me started. Uh, yeah, but he's great in this movie. Uh, so My Darling Clementine, what's it about? What, did it win anything? Not really. It didn't really win any Oscars, uh, but it is considered to be one of the greatest Westerns of all time. 
Uh, it's on, it's, it's preserved in the National Film Registry. Now, if a film is preserved in the National Film Registry, I mean, it's, it's kind of self-explanatory. That means that's a big deal, means that movie is famous and amazing, and you should go see it. So that's held by uh, uh, the Library of Congress, I believe. And there's a whole lot of, oh, gee, Christ, there's like thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of movies in there. But uh, this one I'd never heard of. Didn't really win any Oscar. No, yeah, it didn't. It didn't win any Oscars. Uh, it, it came out, actually, I've read, I didn't even know this. So Henry Fonda actually served in the U.S. Navy during World War II. And this was his first movie he did right after uh, service, which, uh, and he did a good job in this movie. Uh, so this is a very heavily fictionalized story of a real event that happened. It's known as gunfight, uh, the gunfight at the OK Corral. Uh, this happened in Tombstone, uh, used to be Arizona territory, uh, which lasted until I'm looking at it right now. Sorry. Did not memorize this. 1912 is when it lasted till, uh, but it's, it, it kind of revolves, you know, the movie culminates in that event. But like I said, it's very fictionalized. The movie uh, does follow characters who were based on real people. Now, Wyatt Earp, you've probably heard of that name before. I think they made a movie with Kevin Cosner in like the nineties or eighties, but I haven't seen that. Wyatt Earp really existed. He was an American uh, lawman he was a gambler in the American West, uh, and he was involved in this big famous gunfight. And he knew John Ford, the director. John Ford, I mean, hence why John Ford like did so many Westerns back in the day. He knew him, and Wyatt himself actually told him all about this incident at the OK Corral. Uh, I should also mention, just because I got this made me laugh so much, in the movie it's called the OK Corral, but then there's another shot where... It's called the Wells Fargo Corral. <laughs> it's not that funny, but Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, like Wells Fargo Bank Corral. Yeah. My darling Clementine, though, you know, this, this, uh, it surprised me too, because it's not a big action blockbuster Western. You know, there's not really, there's action in it, but for the most part, the movie is very quietly done. You know, there's no big over the top score and sound effects and all of that you know like when if there's a big plot twist or something it's not like it's like dun 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 you know john ford which what, what i really liked in this movie is that he avoids that and i like when movies do that i like when they make the movies more uh uh what's the word kind of like you're actually there you know because in real life if something bad happens we don't hear music from the sky we don't hear a john williams score go off you know i wonder what my score would be I think if I'm in a good mood, it undoubtedly would be the E.T. soundtrack, that E.T. score. If I was in a bad mood, what would the score be? Oh, man. Oh, that's a good question, though. What is a bad score? No, bad score as in like a score that's like, you know, like scary and, and, and you know, means Ill, bad intent. I guess Jaws. That's eh, kind of lame. I'll think about that later. Yeah, but this movie, though, you know, it's it's unique in that way. It, it's uh, it, I wouldn't really call it a blockbuster. I think it's more of a of a character drama, uh, and it really I was invested with every character from beginning to end. Uh, and so let's get to it. Um, My Darling Clementine. It takes place in 1882. It starts off in the beautiful desert. This movie also does not get any more western. I mean, it's set in the desert. There are a lot of horses. 
There are a lot of men drinking whiskey, a lot of meanies, a lot of uh, drunken fools, you know, throwing glasses, and there's a lot of women, and they're all, uh, uh, you know, singing, and all the men are like, ooh, you know, and it's very obvious that they're, you know, uh, having sex off camera. There are brothels, there uh, is, uh, and guns. <laughs> yeah, you know. What kind of Western would it be without guns? So it's 1882. It's the middle of the desert. Uh, and there are these four brothers, Wyatt, Morgan, Vir Virgil, Virgil, no, Virgil and James. And they're cattlemen. They're on their way to California. Wyatt, played by Henry Fonda, he's, he's the leader of them. And James, he's the youngest of them all. And they come across these uh, this old man, this man named Old Man Clanton, played by uh, Walter Brennan, who was a very famous actor. Uh, I think he won an Oscar. Yeah, he won a, f uh, a few Oscars, I think, uh, in the 30s and 40s. But anyway, this guy... Uh, Old Man Clanton, such a Western name, uh, he's with his sons, and they look a little bit like baddies. There's something a little bit off with them. And Wyatt is very professional, and he just kind of asks them uh, what that town is over there. And, and then, you know, we get a shot of the usual Western-looking town. It's out in the middle of nowhere. There's a big rock that looks like a thumb. Holes. I'm thinking of the movie Holes, you know, the scene with the mountain and the thumb. Good movie, Holes. Disney Plus, watch it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and that town is called, get ready for it, Tombstone, Tombstone, Arizona, and there really is a tombstone, it's a historic city in Cochise County, Cochise County, I might be saying that wrong, so the brothers, they don't really want to go there, but, uh, Wyatt wants to get a shave, <laughs> and he does. Uh, nothing wrong with that. So they go into town. James stays behind with the cattle. And James, oh, get ready for this scene. James has a necklace. He has this, this little cross. Guess how much it's worth? A big fancy cross. $25. I don't wear necklaces. Well, I do. That's a lie. I have a I have a Star of David necklace that I wear. And it cost me, uh, I got it in uh, shekels. And it was a lot. A lot more than twenty-five. Can you imagine if necklaces were twenty-five dollars? Damn it. Uh, but anyway, it is a fancy necklace. He decides to stay behind, and they go to this uh, town tombstone, and it's a mess there. It's anarchic. There is no marshal. Everyone is doing what they want. Everyone's running around. There are prostitutes everywhere. There are drunken men in bars. People are just like shooting at each other for fun. It's chaotic, and uh, they go. The the brothers go to this barber and he's getting shaved and then these shots come into the barber shop these gunshots and they're like what the heck like what's going on and okay this scene i did not like at all and i'm gonna briefly say uh go off topic for a little bit the brothers run out and they're like what's going on and the villager or the villager the townspeople are like oh it's that crazy indian he's in there and yeah and then it cuts to the scene and there's a native american guy shooting all over the place shooting out the window drunkenly shooting and shooting at the ceiling and and everything and yeah he's native american and henry fonda wyatt earp and like pure henry fonda wyatt Earp badass fashion you know goes in drags the native american out by his legs and it's just like get out of here like you suck 
it's a dis- it's a disappointing scene and uh john ford did this a lot in his movies he did not treat native americans in a good light they were always treated as bimbos in his movies they were treated as baddies and the searchers a very famous movie I don't want to watch that, but I know I'm going to have to. I had to watch that in film school, too, senior year. But in The Searchers, you know, the Native Americans are the villains. They kidnap, uh, uh, you know, people... Uh, the, the, the Oh, I forget the story. They kidnap people in it. They're bad in it, essentially. Stagecoach was, was another film uh, where, you know, in the beginning of the movie, it's like... This it shows you a Native American, and then these these two white guys, and the white guys are like, "This Indian here gave us some news," and then it's like a close up of the Native American, and the Native American they make him look like a total like like uh, an alien, basically. You know, he's just standing there, and you know it makes sense if you know if you remember the famous Oscar moment where Marlon Brando uh, refused to accept his Oscar because he said, "I'm not accepting it." You know, Native Americans they've been they've been treated so poorly in these movies for years and years and years, and it needs to stop. And I don't accept the Oscar. Good for you, Marlon. Good for you. So anyway, that scene happens. That also, I mean, that scene has nothing to do with the movie at all. So I do not understand why John Ford put that in. Was John Ford secretly racist? I need to do some research on that. But he does that in a lot of his movies. So that happens. Uh, the the brothers are just like, well, whatever. Okay, we're gonna leave. They go back, and it's pouring rain. They go back out to the desert. The cattle are missing, and little James is dead. And his, uh, you know, little necklace, uh, cross, you know, I think it's a, it's a, you know, Trinity cross is missing. What happened? They don't know. But, uh, that's the thing about Wyatt though. Wyatt, you know, hides his emotions very well. He, there's, it's not a big dramatic moment. He just goes right back to town and says, that's it. I'm going to be your marshal, uh, and I'm going to find out who killed my brother and who stole my cattle. I'm going to find out right now. And the, his his two brothers, uh, Morgan and Virgil, they become his, uh, you know, I think they become his like mayors kind of. I don't know. They, they basically come and they run the show because nobody else was doing it in town. Now, this is where uh, the story goes in a kind of a different direction because, you know, you think you have the... You have the protagonist in action now. You have what he wants to do. He finds he wants to find his brother's killer. Uh, and you think that's where the story is. You think that's where the main story is going to go. But it doesn't exactly. Uh, Wyatt meets some other characters uh, in this town. He meets a woman who's very, very tempestuous and, and saucy. She is a Latina woman. Her name is Chihuahua. <laughs> I love that. Um, she bites Chihuahua. Yeah, I don't like Chihuahuas. A Chihuahua bit me on the face one time. Now, granted, it was my fault because I was very drunk and I went, I put my face up to the Chihuahua's face and he bit me square on the face and I bled everywhere. It was an awful night. I also was running home that night and I tried to jump over a bike and I fell. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Such a bad night. Anyway, that chihuahua was not nice, though. But this chihuahua, she's a woman. She's not a dog. Uh, she already, like, has attitude with Wyatt, and you don't really know why. Or, like, what's going on? Uh, she was played... this, And chihuahua is played by Linda Darnell, who was a, another very famous actress. 
she was not Mexican, but uh, she did have Cherokee on her maternal side. So kind of close, I guess. But yeah, she's got some attitude with Wyatt. There's a funny moment where he takes her outside and she slaps him and Wyatt just calmly pushes her into this barrel of water. And she's like, oh, no, Uh, which is funny. There's another character in town uh, who's also got a bit of an attitude. His name is Doc Holliday. He's played by uh, a great actor named Victor Mature, who I kind of recognize but didn't. He was in... Uh, Samson and Delilah, he was in a movie called The Robe, both really big, huge Hollywood epics, which I have not seen, actually. But yeah, his name is Doc Holliday. His real name is John Henry Holliday. And he's got an attitude. Why does everyone have an attitude? You're kind of second, you're guessing this, like what, what's going on? And again, Wyatt is, you know, this, this just proves why Fonda is such a good actor. Wyatt keeps his cool. He's just like, he doesn't want to fight anybody and he's just like what's up and and you know there's that great uh western bar moment where they're at the bar and they're you know chugging whiskey and they're, the the bartender does the slide move of you know sliding the shots of whiskey down the bar and i've always wanted to do that but that would not be a good idea i've never seen anybody do that do people actually do that in bars i think maybe this is why westerns Maybe I'm not into them because I can't do what they do in the Westerns. I don't want to kill people, of course, but I would love, like, in the Western to, you know, go to a uh, go to a corral and just drink with everybody. But um, but I can't dance. I have to dance, though. I cannot dance to, like, a live band doing, like, old-school Western songs with, like, guitars. Oh, God. No, 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 no. There needs to be a DJ. Somebody please... I'm turning soon in April so somebody I want that for my birthday please where was I yes okay Doc Holiday. Jesus I'm sorry Doc Holiday. also it's implied that he is dying it's implied that he has tuberculosis because he is coughing up a storm very disgustingly uh and it's sad and you kind of guess maybe that's why he's a bit of a cranky meanie guy uh he also you find out has been sleeping with Chihuahua uh, and no one's really happy, you know, no one's really happy. And pretty soon, uh, Clementine comes into town. Who is Clementine? She's in the title of the movie. Clementine is Wyatt's lover. She comes in from Boston. She's this very sweet, uh, very calm young woman. She's played by actress Kathy Downs. Uh, and she comes in and she kind of is, is very uh, polite and it's just like, you know, uh, you know, uh, John, where have you been? Like, and, and John is so cold to her. He's just like, I, I don't want to talk to you. Just go home, you know? And of course, Chihuahua is super jealous and is like, who is this bitch? Get her out of here. I don't want her. Because, you know, she just wants to get out of town and she wants Doc to take her out of town. And Wyatt is kind of just observing all of this. And there's a little bit of a romance that develops between uh, Clementine and Wyatt, but it's not the main focus of the story. Another thing I really liked about this, it's less about, that would have been so predictable if it became a movie about the romance and and just the romance only and, and the plot of, you know, getting revenge. It's not that. It's these, you know, John Ford really cares about these characters. And I think, you know, Doc is clearly, I mean, he's a douche the way he treats his former lover, Clementine, but he's also dying. I mean, 
he doesn't, he, he has, I mean, he doesn't really have a right to be mean, but you kind of feel for him. You feel for why he just feels like life is so useless now. And Wyatt, again, he's just a great character because he just observes all of this and he's so calm about it. He doesn't want any violence at all. Did the real Wyatt Earp want that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know any cowboys. I don't know what they're like. Uh, especially back then in the late 1800s. I don't know any, <laughs> but I don't even know if in my family tree history, I have any cowboys. I found out I, on my dad's side, uh, I have a relative who refused to fight in the civil war and fled to Canada. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Loser. Just kidding. Uh, no, no, no. But, uh, so, okay, this movie, you know, it it goes along, it goes along, things are getting a little tense. Wyatt uh, runs into Chihuahua and discovers that she has James's cross. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And she's like, what happened? And what she says is so shocking. She says, Doc gave it to me. Do- Doc gave it to me. Um, what? Did Doc kill James and steal his cattle? Why would he do that? So Wyatt, again, is super cool, but he and his brothers, they run off to get Doc, and Doc is like, what are you talking about? I didn't I didn't take that. Uh, and they go to Chihuahua, and then Chihuahua is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you did. And they're like, why are you lying? What what happened? You know? And, and Chihuahua finally confesses uh, for real this time. She says... Okay, it wasn't Doc. It was Billy Clanton. Boom! She got shot from the window. Billy Clanton is the son of Walter Brennan's character, Old Man Clanton. Oh my god, that scene made me gasp. Yeah, so she gets shot. Uh, Billy hops on his horse and gallops away, and Chihuahua is badly wounded. Uh, You know, uh, uh, Virgil, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, Virgil hops on his horse to chase after Billy. He he gets to the corral. uh, Billy gets shot and he dies of his wounds. And then, you know, uh, Virgil, this scene is so annoying. Virgil, good guy, but what are you doing, buddy? He just basically enters Clanton's corral and is like... And he sees, you know, the the father and he sees Billy dead on the bed and Clanton's like, what have you done? You killed my son. And Virgil's kind of like, well, an eye for an eye. Uh, He killed my brother, so I killed your son. Virgil, though, doesn't take out his gun and shoot the dad. He turns around and is leaving. And then the dad, old man Clanton, son of a bitch, shoots him and kills him. Wyatt has just lost two brothers. Wyatt, this innocent man who just wanted to get a shave in town, just wanted to be with his brothers and that $25 cross and those cattle, has lost two of his brothers. It's really upsetting. So back in town, Chihuahua, uh, Chihuahua, yeah, Chihuahua, she, I wonder what her nickname is. Chi, Chi, Chi. Yeah, no, I won't call her that. <laughs> it's like she's it's like you're saying achu chihuahua is being uh 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 what's the word oh my god why am i blanking right now what do doctors do they they uh you know uh medicate on people no they they do surgery on people yeah that's what i mean to say so uh you know doc is a doctor after all so he uh 
operates, that's the word, he operates on Chihuahua hoping to save her, but she dies, and he's still really uh, cold to Clementine, and it's just like, you know, because she helps him during the surgery, but he still is like, you know, thank you, but you you, you should go, like, I don't want you here. Jesus, Doc. Uh, Wyatt, again, though, he's a good guy, he has, he, he, he's either deep down screaming and crying or he's just really, he doesn't have any emotion at all, but he comes back to town and it's just like, okay, I know the bastards who killed my brothers. We got to go get them. Doc, uh, goes along with him and they go and there's this big shootout at the corral. It's a mesmerizing sequence. The cinematography in this movie, I, you know, I haven't talked about that yet, but it's so good. So good. So amazing. It was by this man named Joseph McDonald. And, you know, the shots. If you want to be a cinematographer, make a Western. You got the sun. You got the setting. You got the sand. You got the 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 shadows and everything. And there are so many good shots in this. The The shootout scene, and this is the act, this, you know, goes back to the real shooting, the gunfight at the OK Corral or the Wells Fargo Corral. <laughs> uh, they, uh, it's really not that funny. I don't know why I'm laughing so much at that. Side effects from the bad massage today. They, uh, you know, there's a big shootout. No music is happening. There's no big score or anything. It's a very uh, honest shootout. Uh, Doc gets shot and he dies. Old man Clanton, his other sons get killed by Wyatt. And, you know, old man Clanton comes out, uh, arms up. And Wyatt, being the good man that he is, says, I'm not going to kill you. Just get the hell out of here. I don't want to see your face. Don't come back to town. Get out of here. I think he even says, like, he even says, I hope you live another hundred years. I think it's because it's it's him being like, I want you to grow up knowing that, you know, your sons are dead, basically. You know, ouch. It's, it's a cold line. But, you know, this guy, old man clan, he's a loser. He is like, fine, I'm going to leave. He gets on his horse and he's going off and then he turns around to shoot again and he gets shot. Yeah. (laughs) So that happens. So right now it's just Wyatt and Morgan and they decide to resign as, uh, you know, the marshal. Wyatt decides to resign as the marshal of town and... They decide to go back to the West like they originally uh, wanted to. And when they're leaving, it's a beautiful moment. Clementine is there. Uh, No lover now. No one really. And uh, they don't kiss or anything. Uh, He, you know, shakes her hand because he's a gentleman. And he promises to, you know, see her again in the future. And then he rides off into the desolate land of the desert. And that, my friends, is my darling, Clementine. Kind of an unusual name for a movie because it's not really a romance, in my opinion. And uh, I read something, too, that I think in the original cut, uh, he hugs Clementine. Wyatt hugs her, but then in the released cut, he shakes her hand. It's a really awkward moment, but, um, you know, Wyatt, again, he's just a man. Uh, He's a man. He doesn't, you know, want to be inappropriate or anything. And I wonder, you know, because this is heavily fictionalized, uh, what was the real Wyatt Earp like? And and what was, how much was made up in this movie? There really was a Doc Holiday too. Oh yeah. 
There was. Chihuahua, I read, she was kind of an, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, like an amalgam, no, amalgamation, is that the word, of different, uh, a few different real women who existed during this this time period. But these were real people. And uh, yeah, John Ford, I don't like how you treat Native Americans, but you know, you made a very moving Western. It's just a good movie. Good characters, good story, unpredictable, very sad, uh, very, very sad. I think, you know, Old Man Clan, I mean, they're a bunch of just assholes, part of my French in this movie. But, you know, you, you feel for Chihuahua, you feel for Doc Holliday. You, you, who wants to be in a town that small in the middle of nowhere? No offense, but who would want to? There's danger every day. And you understand why... Doc is just like, people, just screw off. I just want to, like, die, all right? You know, you get it. You understand why Chihuahua just wants to leave. You understand why Wyatt isn't really crying and showing all this emotion when his brothers were getting killed because this was, like, every day. Kind of remember that, guys. This was 1882. Out in the West, people died all the time. People got shot all the time. People were crooked. People... You went to a bar and you got in a fight with someone, boom, you're dead. I mean, yeah, this is life. Everyone's just used to it. I think maybe that's why, uh, to this day, My Darling Clementine has really held up, you know? It's just, it, it's an accurate depiction of, uh, you know, it's a good old, good old Hollywood movie, good old Hollywood Western, but it's very real. Yeah, it's a very real, uh, very moving movie. But oh, I don't know if you heard that. That was my stomach. I'm so freaking hungry right now. This movie, where can you watch it? Uh, it's not streaming anywhere for free, unfortunately, but I highly recommend it. You know, a lot of famous directors and film critics have uh, lauded this movie all these years later. You can rent it for like a few dollars, like $3.99 on, you know, any of the streaming platforms. I loved it. Um, and I, uh, it made me... Help me reaffirm my love for Henry Fonda. I just cannot wait to see more movies that hope, hopefully he better be in more movies on this list. I know there's going to be more John Ford movies. John Ford, man, still going back to the Native American thing. Oh, that's annoying. But again, look, this is why we watch these movies. We learn from them. No, John, it's bad to treat Native Americans that way, okay? He can't hear me. Yeah, he's long gone. He died in... What year did he die in? 1973. If you saw The Fablemans, which you should see, Steven Spielberg's latest movie, yeah, that's John Ford at the end. Not John Ford. It's an actor playing John Ford. It's actually David Lynch. But yeah, that's meant to be John Ford. And I think the real Steven Spielberg actually did meet John Ford. Yeah. That's for another episode, though. The Fablemans, great movie. Go check it out. Thank you all. I'm happy you tuned in. I will see you in the uh, next episode. And I'm going to end this note that uh, by saying that when you go to get a massage, don't ask for it to be rough, okay? And if you like it rough, just double check with your masseuse. Oh, God. You know, my legs hurt. My, my hair follicles hurt. Oh, God. What a bad day. My darling Clementine, though, thank you for cheering me up good movie. Check it out. Bye-bye. Woo!